Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production. Available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson on Demand. In UFC 264, it's going to be the rubber match. Mm-hmm. And I'm asking you who you think is going to win. McGregor. How about that? What? Yeah. No, man, he's on a slide. He's going to want to put some money on this. Yeah, I do. Boneless dry ribs at the fourth. Ooh, season. let's do it. This is a statement for him. If he loses again, he's done. He really needs to win. I think he's focused. This must win for Conor McGregor. Must win. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Ah, it is. Good morning, Canada and Canadian sports fans around the world. Although we're going to talk some global sports today. Nice work, guys. Real nice work on the, on the intro there. And Clark warned me. He's like, we got a new one coming for you. Yep. Ah, how about that? How about that? <laughs> the moose is here. The moose is loose. It's the RP Show, episode number 523 of Canada's daytime sports talk show. coming to you out of the bunker here. And uh, <clears throat> I was going to say, how was your weekend? But we were together th- for a lot of it. Yeah, so. it was great. So that, therefore, it was fantastic. That's right. So coming up today, we got a lot of topics to get to. Well, I, the quick six, six weren't enough. I got way more topics than that. So we got to get busy here in the warm-up for E. Cold Electric. I want to tell you that coming up on the program today, Darren Dreger, one of our favorite guys, uh, TSN NHL insider, plus the president and CEO of the CEBL, Canadian Elite Basketball League, Saskatchewan Rattlers. Why, you ask? Why are you having the president, Brad Kraft, on? Because tonight... They are opening their doors to fans at Sastel Center tonight. The home of the Rush, the home of the Blades, now the home of the Rattlers. Tonight, they got the Edmonton Stingers in there. And I'm, I'm pumped to see how we got here. Oh, I know. And I'm sure the other sports people want to know how exact. What's the template here, guys? So that's coming up. Now, before the quick six, uh, we do it every Monday. It's our photo album from the weekend. I submitted some photos. You submitted some photos. I don't know who else submitted some photos of our weekend. It's the Great Western Brewing Company RP Show Summer Photo Album. And I'll read the, uh, the tagline in a moment. But what do we got, Clark? Let's see these photos from the weekend. Okay, there it is from the Four Seasons. And I'm with the Greek Freak, two guys named George. And uh, that's Moose on the left. And we're enjoying some... Most of the crowd had cleared out there, by the way, but that was Saturday night UFC 264 because the joint was packed. Oh, yeah. It was full. They were turning people away at the door. They were turning people away at the door. So happy days are here again. That was the old bowl and the young bowl. That was Saturday morning. Big Bird lined up against Tweety Bird. Actually, the plates of that 
newer yellow Jeep were Tweety. There's a Tweety in its dash. Look. Oh, yeah, I see it. I see it. I like how you said that. Old bull, young bull. <laughs> That's, That's right. good. Well, there's a joke about that. Yeah. You know that, right? This is the Great Western Summer Photo Album. This was Sunday morning. Coffee with some of the Greeks. Uh, well, what, what, what do you think they were talking about? Football. And then it came around to hockey, of course. That hat I was wearing, bottom left, of the, is the Knuckles Nylon lid. Nice. Limited edition. You can't buy these in stores. So that was a snippet of my weekend. What do you got? Oh, these are fan ones. Thank you, Clark. Nice work. So this was submitted by Adam up near Theodore. He was making hay. Literally making hay. I love that. Well, the sun shone. Okay, let's roll. Thanks for sending these in, by the way. This was the uh, Grey Cup Fun Police guys. They said this is the first time they've gotten together in over a year. They all got together, and it looks like they pounded some Great Western there. So, And that was uh, Susan... She was by the pool on this hot weekend, and I appreciate everybody. Nice work, you guys, pulling this out of the fire, because we only, it was like 30 minutes ago we did this. I guess you didn't get your photo in. Huh? That's okay. I'll, uh, I'll well, post a little later on. on. I'll post mine on Instagram. And- uh, so, by the way, share with us how you're enjoying the summer and get a chance to be featured on the RP Show by using the hashtags RP Show and GW Beer Summer. Great Western Lager is the new great-tasting beer to enjoy this summer. Locally made, get your Great Western Lager at a store near you. And I'm going to get into your comments in a moment, but please, let's hit the Quick 6 Show topic. Thank you. Well, number one, this is... I think you know that these are topics of importance to me. Maybe not in the world, but these are of importance to me. So number one is the home run derby tonight. And, And you know what I immediately think? Chris Berman. Are they going to dust off Boomer to call the play-by-play on ESPN tonight? Because I immediately, as soon as I hear HR Derby, I think, back, 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 back. And after, like, the third home run, I'm, I'm sick of it. <laughs> I know. Everyone, back, 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 back. Oh, it's so you good, come though? up with something? Yeah. It's iconic, but yeah. You got to just back, wait. Back, 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 you can't back. use it for everyone. But it's Boomer and Berman. So, yeah. So, Darren's like, hey, I was on the lake all weekend paddleboarding, kayaking. I don't know. What do I need to know about the home run derby? So, I'm going to tell you. Okay. Okay. The Shohei Otani Show at Coors Field tonight starts with the All-Star Home Run Derby with fans wondering how far the Angels' two-way sensation and other sluggers can hit the ball in Denver's thin air. Otani leads the majors with 33 home runs, his most recent blast being a titanic upper deck drive in Seattle over the weekend. He's the top-seeded contestant in an eight-player field that also includes 2019 champ Pete Alonso, Juan Soto, Matt Olson, Trey Mancini, Joey Gallo, the Canadian... Salvador Perez, and local favorite Trevor Story of the Rockies. There's eight. Okay. Vladdy's not in it. But we're still going to be watching, right? That's the poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Will you be watching the Home Run Derby tonight? And what are they saying on Facebook, Moose? What are they saying? Uh, do we know yet? Uh, doesn't look like we know yet. Oh, there okay, it is. There you go. 67% say no. Come on! It's always fun. Twitter... 68% saying, no, they're not going to be watching the Home Run Derby. So, clearly, it's not their number one Has the pitcher topic. ever won the Home Run Derby? The, no! This guy's doing things that nobody's ever before done, as you know. Yeah, it's, it's the wild. first time that a guy's gone into the All-Star game as a pitcher and a hitter. So, yeah, that's number one for me, and that's tonight. Okay, let's move on. Point two. CFL training camps opened over the weekend. We were talking in our morning meeting that we're enjoying the coverage uh, across the land. What can we say? They're running around in the sunshine. And you would think that everything's hunky-dory. Cody Fajardo's throwing 
Brett Lowther's kicking field goals. Everything seems fine. So we're happy that the CFL's back. That's right. Point three, Martavis Bryant listed on the Toronto Argonauts suspended list on Saturday, which got alarm bells ringing because it's not the first time Martavis Bryant's been suspended by a league. The Pittsburgh Steelers, great. But he's with the Argos now, or he's trying to get with the Argos now. But as we learned over the weekend, he's having passport issues getting into Canada. If I may, as a guy who worked in the Canadian Football League for 20 years, the American players, a lot of times, they don't have a passport. Why would I need to leave America? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm not saying Martavis Bryant is that. But, you know, he's had some issues in the past. I think we all know that. So Martavis Bryant's trying to get into Toronto. That's the deal with him being suspended. And I think we all want to see him. We want to see him get there and oh, play, yeah. right? Yeah, Maybe absolutely. the other receivers don't want to see him get there. But. Well, it's such a big group of receivers. So many names on that list. So that'll be the most interesting position battle of any across the entire CFL is that Argonauts receiver group. And we really want to see Martavis Bryant as part of it. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to sprinkle in a few of our viewer comments here. Dan Bergson says, hey, from Brandon. Howdy, Dan. And hello to Brandon. Mike Horrigan in Toronto says, no to all things all-star game related in all sports. Woo. Aren't you a lot of fun? A wet blanket. Some would say. Yes. Uh, Nelson Vo, our content creator, says Carl Ravitch is on the call for the Home Run Derby tonight. He's pretty good. He's one of ESPN's main voices, and he called KBO Baseball last year. That's right. How about that? From his living room. How about that? Chris Bird in Toronto says, I spent the weekend in central Ontario, and then it just slipped off the screen. Uh, sweeping up dead mosquitoes and inhaling PIC. What does that say? Yeah, PIC coil smoke. Is that from like the? Is that the uh, anti bug repellent things? Oh, those candles. Maybe? Okay, that's my yeah, guess. Now that he says that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, sounds like a typical summer weekend for everybody. Oh, yeah. um, I got to move along here. Point four. Stories come out from threedownnation.com this morning, and I had it sent to me by several players. You can go to Three Down Nation right now and read it. See, some CFL teams are denying players their wage subsidy payments. And so they just got over the potential for illegal workouts last week. I think we covered all that. And now they're not paying the guys their wage subsidy. And the players are sending that to me. As is in my commentary this morning on Cat Country and Rock 98.5. I'm trying to stay out of this. I got other things to talk about and worry about. But the players and the agents are sending me all this information because it's not right. What's sad is, do you really care? Do you fans really care? What did Jeff the Stamps fan say last week? He said, hey, they're playing games. Everything must be fine. Why are you pointing out the problems? So I'll tell you what. There's a clank coming from the engine, but let's just turn up the radio and let's go. Come on. Isn't that what we do? <laughs> yeah. Let's not listen to the noise. I've always said that's the best mechanic is a good stereo, right? Just crank it up louder than the problems. Until the car doesn't move anymore, though. That's the other problem. No, no, no. The problems fix themselves. No. Didn't you know that? That's what I've been told. You know, it's... Uh, I don't... Here's the thing. I don't think teams would withhold subsidy payments if it was not allowed somewhere under some loophole or if it wasn't legal, right? I don't think that there's illegal activity happening here. But if you're operating in bad faith, that's a complete different game. And I don't, I don't have time for that. So clearly none of this has been communicated with the players and they're surprised and it's kind of operating in bad faith. Uh, it is. I think, I think with last week's workout that may or may not have been 
legal. I think it was an oversight because I know the guys that were involved. But if the team, if the Riders pay those players and the Alouettes too for their full season salary, then there won't be a problem. But we just don't quite know if that's going to happen yet. But I, I suspect that the players will get paid. Uh, but as far as not playing the, paying the players and getting them their benefits, it's just like, wasn't Nike found to be a sweatshop? Didn't kill them. You still wore their runners. Sneakers, whatever you call them in America. I've been told that they, they don't call them runners in the States. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever. You don't care. They don't care. Making minimum weight. Whatever. Play ball. When the, when, the, uh, when the tickets are sold and you're at the game, you're right. not going to really worry about these issues. That's what I always think about, with, whether it's the XFL, whether it's this issue. Do the fans really care? You know, That's what I'm asking. They don't want to hear that the game's in trouble. The business of this game is in trouble right. because the game that they watch every weekend is great. The players and coaches and the on-field product is fantastic. So they don't want to hear that there's other issues. Let's turn up the radio and step on it. Sean is watching from Game Plus Television, downtown Toronto, and he says, uh, you know Sean McCormick, right? Head yeah. of programming there? Regarding the home run derby tonight, he says, I'll be tuning in as background noise tonight. I wish there was a little more personality in the derby tonight. I'm going with an Otani Olsen final. Let's do it. We're going to be watching. We all want Shohei to win, don't we? No, wait a minute. Joey Galloway thing. He's a Toronto guy, Sean. A lot of people don't like Joey Galloway, though. Whatevs. Yeah. Hey, the warm-up, by the way, is brought to you by E. Cole Electric, your complete electrical distributor with locations in Regina, Estevan, Swift Current, Yorkton, and Moose Jaw. E. Cole Electric, let's get to work right after coffee. Um, oh, I got to get moving here. Point five. McGregor Poirier. So it was Saturday night. We went to it. You saw the photo from it. I don't know how much to say other than I, got, like, I don't think Conor McGregor is a nice guy. I find him infinitely entertaining. Best part of the night was Poirier just surgeon-like in the interview after just eviscerating Conor McGregor. Oh, yeah. And everything that he said was so philosophical and deep. I'm like, I love this guy. But I'm like, why are you interviewing Conor McGregor when he's sitting in the corner with his ankle? His ankle? <laughs> <laughs> flopping like this. He's in shock, and you're interviewing him. That's wrong. Don't you think? Rogan. Yeah, Joe Rogan's crouched down. So, Connor, <laughs> tell me about that ankle. Oh. Like, <laughs> I'm surprised Connor didn't start, you know, giving it to Joe Rogan a little bit, but he wanted to give it back to Poirier, and I mean, and then Poirier was giving it to the fans, too. Yeah. Everybody that was booing him. It was, it was, you know what, it was wildly entertaining, and all that happened after the fight, usually it's a lot of respect, right, between fighters, even when they hate each other. These two really hate each other. And it did set up another meeting if they want it. Yeah. It did set it up. Well, and I hope, I hope that it happens. But it was just a lot of fun. Hey, the comments have come in on that, that CFL news. William May watching in uh, Lloyd Minster says, more negative talk on the league and teams. Let's play ball. That's what I'm saying. Who cares if the players aren't being paid or they're in unsafe work condition? Who cares? Just play. Why, why would that? I even bring it up, Darren? What's wrong with me? I know. You don't care as fans? Uh, point six, the Euro 2020 championship game on Sunday. Yes, I watched it. I was encouraged to do so. And you know what, Moose? I didn't hate it. It was fun. Yeah. Now, I tuned in late because I was watching a Rattlers game, a replay on Sunday on Access Television. And then I flipped over with about 
85 minutes was up on the clock. So what does that tell you? Okay, five minutes over. to go. Yeah. Yes. And then I went to overtime, and I'm like, this is pretty cool. One one. I, I think I would have liked to send them, seen them be a little more urgent in their play. But I went to penalty kicks, and uh, yeah, not that I'm in any expert here at all, but Italy won three two, and I see people are writing in about the guys that missed the kicks for England. They're being threatened racially and all this stuff, and people are asking what's going to happen to them. Uh, oh, I hate seeing the racial stuff, but at least uh, I can say it's not just us. It's happening over there, too. Oh, yeah. Is it ever going to go away? Probably don't think so. Um, but anyways, I enjoyed it on Sunday, and I watched it, and I'm trying to expand my horizons sports-wise. So thank you for encouraging me to watch. Wimbledon, go. Novak Djokovic won, and now he's tied with Federer and Nadal for the most all-time. Um, he's just so good. He's so good. And the Italian didn't have much of a, an opportunity in the final. And uh, away we go. Canadians took a really big step with Felix mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and Dennis both reaching the quarters. And Dennis obviously getting to the semi. They're, they're really, really close. So tennis in this country is really, really strong. Djokovic is the guy that nobody likes, right? Not a big fan. Yeah. Not a big so, fan. And for that reason, I like him. Good. He's got pizzazz. He's got schutzpah. And I was happy to see him win. Um, Jeff, the Stampeders fan, says, for those who have ever noticeably broken a bone, Rod just described it perfect. It's the shock, not the pain, that gets you initially. Right? Only been in sports my entire life. If you ever want to know anything, ask me. I know stuff. Uh, Didn't even get to NBA Finals. Didn't even get to the National Football League, which, incidentally, there's nothing going on in the NFL. But I'm watching ESPN every day. Get up. That's all they're talking about. Of course. Just pointing that out. Uh, so for the leagues that want to go away for a while and just hide, go ahead. But the NFL is going to come in and eat your lunch. But just on the NBA Finals thing, the Suns are up 2-1. We got a series. Watch that one last night. You sat with a couple of Greeks the other night. Did you notice how they talk about Yanis Antetokounmpo like he's family? Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's true. <laughs> it's really true. They think he's one We're of the about Yanni. They call him Yanni. I know. Like, insane, and the Bucs needed that win. I mean, you can't go down 3-0. So game four, it might be the series, right? Mm-hmm. Game four might be the series. I mean, the Bucs can take this thing right over. Uh, we got Dregs coming up next, and I, I just see people want to get into this, and this might be a good topic today. Where is it? Oh, Chris Bird in Toronto says, worst way to end any kind of championship game. And I think Jeff, the, yeah, Jeff, the fan, Stamps fan says, so if penalty kicks work so well in soccer, why can't they in hockey? I'll, I'll answer, because it's supposed to be a team game, not a skills competition or have individuals win or lose it, because look what's happening to the guys that missed their penalty kicks. Now they're being threatened physically, racially. So why, why doesn't hockey want it? Because we, hockey, are supposed to be a team game. That's what's wrong with it. But soccer will go on until Friday if they don't. So they got to have a shootout in soccer. Boom. No charge. You're welcome. This has been the warm-up for E-Cold Electric. Dreg's next. And Brad Kraft from the Rattlers Pro Basketball team coming up in hour two. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. 
Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Uh, happy Monday, everybody. Welcome back. Just want to encourage you to vote on the poll today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Will you be watching the uh, MLB Home Run Derby tonight? Over 60% of you saying you will not. What are they saying now? Yeah, 67% say no. We are in the 33% over here. That's right. We're going to be watching it tonight, of course, because we're sports guys. And you know what? Who also is? Langenberg's Darren Dreger, who joins us from Toronto here today. And I appreciate it because July is a month where uh, hockey is not a lot going on, although Dregs might disagree. Dregs, we were talking just at, at the end of the warm-up here about the penalty kicks to decide the Euro Championship and people relating it to hockey, saying, why can't hockey? Do you have any thoughts on how that thing went down yesterday and uh, how hockey isn't decided like that? Yeah, I mean, I didn't like it, uh, but I've never been a, an advocate of the shootout in hockey either. I, I just... It's an individual skills competition. That's always been my position uh, specific to the NHL. Uh, soccer, I guess, is a little bit different, and I am far from a soccer aficionado. Let's be clear <laughs> on that. I'm a fringe fan, to be sure, but it's a spectacle event. I mean, it's Euro 2020, so I watched every minute of it. Um, you know, how long does a soccer match go before there has to be an end to it? There has to be a conclusion. You know, you, you you get into the penalty time and all that, and, I mean, it could be endless. It really could be. Um, so I understand and I can appreciate why they end it in the fashion that they they do. But it looks like a guessing game out there. I mean, these guys are so superbly talented. But, I mean, you see the goalie go one way, and, you know, the guy kicks it into the open net, and you're like, how does that happen? You know, it's literally a guessing game. So I wish there was a better way to end it in soccer because I didn't like seeing it end that way. Somebody wrote it and said, take the goalies out of the nets. So maybe they're kicking long shots. I don't know. But isn't that, isn't that great, Dregs? Every time you come on, we end up talking about things that you never would have dreamt that we're going to talk about. And how are you on analytics, i.e. three-on-three has solved regulation uh, overtime uh-huh. in the national like. It's worked better, I think, than they thought that it would. We don't see shootouts hardly well, ever. Yeah, I, and, and look, I don't know how you feel about this. I would three on three is gimmicky as well, and and that was the position of many NHL general managers. But the NHL knew when uh, they introduced the shootouts and the, the number of games that were being decided by the shootout that they were going to have to be okay with three on three, just because it was a better option. Um, Commissioner Bettman liked the idea that the less educated hockey fan was entertained by the shootout. So there were some who wanted to abolish the shootout back in the day entirely. And if I had a say, I would have been in that grouping to be sure. But that wasn't going to be an option. The commissioner just didn't want to do that and take away an entertaining piece of, of, you know, what kept the fringe fan coming back to the National Hockey League. So you know, what's the next best scenario? And that was three on three. Um, there are still people that, that don't have an appreciation for three on three. I do because it ends games more often than going to the shootout. Uh, and I sound like a broken record talking about the shootout. So I'm I'm okay with it. I'm okay with, uh, with three on three. I think that anytime you've got the best skilled players and, and coaches who are willing to change. You know, they'll put three forwards out there. In certain cases, I've seen three defensemen, believe it or not, out there. So there are lots of things that coaches have tweaked about three-on-three that have made it a little bit more palatable for the traditionalists. 
I, I'm a fan, too, and I, there's no more t- bigger traditionalist than me. I'm like you. And speaking yeah. of all that, uh, you snickered when I said there's not much going on in the NHL in July. You snickered. And I just think of your boy John Paddock, who goes to Clear Lake for all of July. He's like, that's my one month. But that's a junior yeah. guy. But I think he did it in pro, too. The game's changed. But so if I'm wrong, what is going on in the National Hockey League? Besides big expansion draft this week and some free agency stuff, I guess there is a lot, huh? Yeah, there is a lot, Rod. There's uh, two general managers meetings, in fact, happening today. Uh, One of them is specific to the expansion draft. Really, it's just an NHL refresher uh, reminding uh, the general managers of what the the day is going to be like on July 21st. I'm sure they'll talk about uh, the first round on July 23rd and uh, the following rounds on July 24th, that is, and virtually what that's going to look like. Uh, but they'll also go through uh, the business matters and there'll be a, a dozen or so different updates. So I don't expect that we're going to have any big news, breaking news today out of the GM meetings, just more reminders of what's coming in the month of July. And and frankly, there's a lot. I mean, I've had multiple conversations with agents and general managers this morning. Some of these GMs wish that there was more going on in terms of the trade conversation, but not to take it completely off track here, but I, I, I think it's pretty clear, Rod, that NHL execs learned from getting fleeced by Kelly McCrimmon and George McPhee when <laughs> Vegas came into the league, right? So there's a recognition, a realization, an acceptance, if you will. Look, the, the Seattle Kraken have paid hundreds of millions of dollars in expansion fees. So they deserve a roster that is going to at least be competitive. That's That's really what you're paying for out of the gate. So rather than try and coerce Ron Francis, the GM of the Kraken, into staying away from player X and looking more at player Y with a sweetener, whatever that is, a prospect, a draft pick, whatever, I think GMs have just realized that, you know what, I'm just going to have to put the best protected list that I feel looks after all of my key elements down on the table on the 17th of July and then hope for the best. Because I know I'm losing one piece, but why would I lose two, maybe even three? So just kind of take your poison and roll with it. And I I think that's been a little bit frustrating uh, for some of the GMs who want to be more active, perhaps, or maybe even frustrating for Ronnie Francis, who was hoping to follow the template that was established by the Golden Knights. You're the ultimate insider, Dregs. Have you got any advanced looks at uh, predicted lists yet? Anything you can dish? Um, no, because truthfully, they're right now they're written in pencil. Um, you know, I mean, guys are are probably having internal debates uh, on a day by day basis, maybe even only hourly now, right? Uh, and 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 where it gets even more complex is the fact that the Seattle Kraken will get a crack at all the pending unrestricted free agents <clears throat> in advance of the rest of the league, right? So you know that kind of gums it up a little bit as well. If you're a team that has cap space wants to do some shopping, and here comes the Seattle Kraken in advance, uh, and and you get a look. Now, agents and players have gotten more savvy. You know, why wouldn't you, uh, you know, have a full look at the entire league as opposed to just taking the term and the money that the Seattle Kraken are going to offer up? So, you know, we're going to have some moth lists, I believe. Craig Button is the man uh, on the job for that one, probably at some point this week on TSN, TSN tsn.ca. But a lot of these lists, Rod, are are pretty obvious. It's it's just 
subtraction by looking at, at, at what you have and the pieces that you know you have to protect. What's going to be more interesting for me is, again, that hand-in-hand hand with unrestricted free agency. And, you know, I'll give you an example. You know, there's ongoing discussion between the Boston Bruins and, and Taylor Hall. Well, is it likely? It's certainly possible that Hall's deal uh, agreement would be in place before July 21st to extend in Boston if they can get that deal worked out. They're not going to make that deal official by the 21st. Why would you? Because then you've got to protect Taylor Hall and expose somebody else. You might as well just have the in-the-drawer agreement, provided both sides can trust each other, and uh, then you sign the, the, the contract at any point after July 21st. So I think we're going to see more than a few players take that approach with the clubs that mm. they're with. Well, Dregs, just as a goalie aficionado, a goalie fan, and nobody's watching, okay, so just who do you think? <laughs> just, we, won't, we won't hold you to this. Who will be the Kraken's goalie, do you think? The number one. Who's the Mark Andre Fleury of the Seattle Kraken? Do you think? Uh, I mean, they might have the best of both situations here. I'm a I'm a Freddie Anderson fan, Rod. I am. I I think that he is a, a, an undervalued goaltender, um, both in in how he can play and contract as well. I mean, he's a five million dollar goaltender. It's not chump change. Don't get me wrong, um, but. You know, there are some who think that he should take less to stay with the Toronto Maple Leafs, so they've got the one and the one A in Jack Campbell and Freddie Anderson. I, and I've always been a, a an advocate for the unrestricted free agent because they've earned their right to to see where the best fit is, both financially and from a hockey perspective. Um, but for me, Freddie Anderson would be a nice place to start if I were the Seattle Kraken. He still has tons of game left. Um, and then, you know, you, you look at some of the other guys who we don't officially know who's going to be available, but there are going to be some some intriguing names. I can't imagine that goaltending is going to be an issue for the Seattle Kraken out of the gate. Yeah, no kidding. Hey, lastly, what's up for the summer? A moose wanted me to ask you, you coming home or what's what's going on? So before we get there, I got to I got to mention something to you guys. I wasn't sure it was you, but you're a big guy, Rod. I can yeah. pick guys. I can pick people out of the crowd, right? And I was in Montreal for game three and four. And I know on social media, you guys were in Montreal in game three and four. And it was an off day. And I was walking to the Starbucks right by the arena, right? And I'm pretty sure I saw you two guys walking way ahead of me. And I was going to yell, but I didn't. Why just, wouldn't you? Ah, what if it's, I don't know. It felt like such a prairie thing to do. <laughs> hey, Rod! Is that you, Rod? So I didn't. Uh, but now in hindsight, I should have because it probably was you. Were you at the uh, Starbucks? Of course. The arena? And by the way, everybody else yelled at me. Sean Reynolds, Knuckles <laughs> Nylon. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, exactly. Uh, sorry, I apologize. I would have loved uh, to have had a coffee with you again. Next time. Next time. Yeah. But quickly, what I'm doing for this summer, um, you'll appreciate this because you know that I adhere to my prairie roots. So uh, I bought a, so they call them cottages here in, in Ontario. In the West, a lot of them referred to as cabins. So we're calling ours a cabbage. It's a combination <laughs> of cottage and cabin. So I bought a cabbage on Lake of the Prairies. Um, and Lake of the Prairies is near Russell, Manitoba, as you probably know. Yep. Um, but the Manitoba side, that Manitoba's on the east side of the lake, Saskatchewan's on the west side of the lake. I grew up, Langeberg is about 30 minutes from Lake of the Prairies, 25, 30 minutes. 
So we just bought a place. So I'm going to slide wow. in there for August. Yeah. Oh, enjoy it, man. Enjoy your cabbage. <laughs> and you got it. That just serves your roots. Manitoba and Saskatchewan. I love it. It's perfect, Dregs. Exactly. Okay. Thanks for the time, my man. And uh, enjoying all your stuff. Keep it up. And maybe we'll see you next month. Yeah, you bet. Thanks for having me again, Rod. The great TSN's Darren Dreger, their NHL insider, joining us from uh, the T-Dot. And he's coming home. Just for the summer. Yeah. How about that, Moose? That's good. How about that? I wish he'd yelled. Oh, come on. How does he not yell? Is that re- <laughs> yeah, but I guess if he yells and it's not you, then you got TSN's Darren Dreger just yelling all over downtown Montreal. <laughs> it's like uh, we're leaving him hanging. I know. Oh, well, what a good time. Next time. Uh, Sports update coming up. Viewer takeover. And people want to get into... How's this? I'm going to talk Euro 2020. I know. How about that? Let's do it. And probably some CFL stuff, whatever comes up. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rod. Welcome back, everybody. It's Monday. Good afternoon to our friends in the East. Good morning to our friends in the West. And we've got a lot to get to today. This seems, as I jump into the sports update here, like so. Yesterday, Moose. Yeah. Giannis Antetokounmpo had 41 points, 13 rebounds, and 6 assists as the Milwaukee Bucks pounded Phoenix. 120-100 in Game 3 of the NBA Finals. So the Suns' lead's been cut to 2-1. That was the first Bucks win since 1974. I love the hashtag, fear the deer. Milwaukee Bucks. Can we use that for the Edmonton Elks? Fear the deer. Can we? I don't know. I don't think so. You people in Edmonton, would you be upset if we said fear the deer with the Elks? Is that not inclusive? What family of primates is that? Yeah, I know, right? They're mammals. Deer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fear the deer. Anyways, game four Wednesday in Phoenix, which, by the way, what is with these gaps in games in the NBA Finals? Why do they do that? I don't know. Can anybody tell us why... They play Sunday. The next game's not till Wednesday. You know, back in the day, Moose, they used to play every night. But they're, not, like, they're not traveling either. It's not like you're going I mean. between cities. I wondered. Tristan's watching. He says, I love you, Roddy. I love you too, Tristan. Thank you. I wondered if the Suns would go home in between games. Like, what are you going to do in Milwaukee for three days? Yeah, besides be distracted. Oh, I'd have him on cheese. a cheese. And eat cheese. I'd be on a charter out of there, like, after the game's over. Right? Oh, yeah. Be in your home facility. Fly back out. I say that with all due respect, because we've got a lot of viewers in Milwaukee. Well, Wisconsin. Specifically, Dean Ticks, who watches every day from Green Bay. I'm just saying. If the Suns went home, I don't think we'd be surprised. They're not going on. They're not touring the city. Right there. It's a business trip. In and out. Uh-oh. <laughs> I trust this guy. David Ice is watching in Winnipeg, and he says, according to CFL News, Blue Bombers running back Andrew Harris left the field early today and didn't return. (sighs) Where is Andrew on my desk here? Where is he? He's uh, just in front of, uh, yeah, there you go. Andrew Harris making news. 
You know that when those riders went down last week and the Alouettes too, it's in the column that's at rodpeterson.com today out of the tunnel saying this, that was just the start of it. I think we all know that, right? Yeah. <sighs> Say a prayer for Andrew Harris. Rub his body. It's like Bob. The voodoo thing. <laughs> I know. Bob Marier. Long story. Anyways, speaking of hoops, the Hamilton Honey Badgers erased a 17-point second-half deficit to shock the Niagara River Lions by a score of 78-76 on Sunday afternoon at the First Ontario Centre in Hamilton. You know I'm really getting into the CEBL, right? I know. I learned yesterday that there's no such thing as a river lion. It's a mythical Niagara creature. Okay. Like a kraken. But there's a folklore here. Yeah. Okay. How cool is that? That's cool. It's like there's no such thing as Ogopogo. There's no such thing as a Seahawk. Yeah. There, thank you, Ricky. Ricky the Iguana just popped up. He knows. There's no such thing as a Seahawk. I don't think there's anything as a Tiger Cat. What are you looking at? You just thought of something. Yeah. You can't share it? I can't share it. Okay. Uh, Meanwhile, the Edmonton Stingers used an outstanding second quarter to pull away and defeat the Saskatchewan Rattlers 87-56 on Saturday afternoon at the SaskTel Center. Here in the rectangle, Rattlers now 0-6. We got their president coming up uh, next hour, Brad Kraft. And so while the Rattlers would love to be done with the Stingers, it's not happening. Uh, The two squads meet tonight in the phone booth. SaskTel Center, 7.30 p.m. Mountain. Uh, you can watch on CBC Gem and Twitch, and uh, fans will be welcomed into the building. How about that? I wonder how many they're going to get. That's that's my biggest question. What's is, the cap? I I really don't know. Like, I mean, the arena holds fifteen thousand, but I don't think they're selling fifteen thousand tickets, <laughs> even with restrictions gone. Like, if they get three thousand in there, that'll be amazing, and, and it'll be make for a really cool atmosphere. Uh, Chris Bird in Toronto says, "Is there such a thing as a honey badger?" Yeah, Tyron Matthew. How about that? Right? Yeah. He's the honey badger. Uh, Colin McNulty in Ottawa says, is the river lion the Niagara Falls version of the New Jersey devil? What are you saying? There isn't a devil? Because I can tell you there is. How about that? Just like there's a god too. Don't get me going. I used to play on the devil's team. Now I play on God's team. I can tell you which team's better. Who do you want to play for? We win on this team. Tyler Black of Stouffville, Ontario, was the first Canadian chosen in the 2021 Major League Baseball draft. The second baseman was selected by the Milwaukee Brewers in the competitive balance round, A, 33rd overall. Black played junior ball with Wright State University in Ohio, and you may know his dad, Rod Black. Uh, Atletico Ottawa scored two late goals to down Cavalry FC 2-0 in the Canadian Premier League. Malcolm Shaw broke the scoreless draw in the 75th before Antoine Couplin sealed it in the seventh minute of second half stoppage time. They're the f- are they the first league to allow fans in, the, in this country, the CPL? Or is it the CEBL? No. Or no, the NHL, I guess, well, with the, the Habs. Yeah, the NHL would be with the Habs. How about right. that? Manny Pacquiao and Errol Spence Jr. have formally announced they will fight August 21st. The two fighters will meet at T-Mobile Arena in Vegas for Spence's WBC and IBF welterweight titles. The 42-year-old Pacquiao is a senator in his native Philippines. 
Hasn't fought since July of 2019. This sports update for the Tap Brewhouse and drive through Liquor Store and for Red Bull Canada. Red Bull gives you wings. People love my stories, and I quite often get asked, what is the most embarrassing moment of your broadcast career? Frankly, it's hard to narrow it down to one. But I was doing, this made me think of it. I was broadcasting an IBF pro boxing event in the Agrodome, and my color guy was Ken LaCousta. Remember Ken LaCousta, Canadian champion? And I was in the ring. I had to do the the intro, the play-by-play. I had to host. I had to do everything and just defer to Ken LaCousta for the color. And anyways, I'm doing my thing. It was on uh, pay-per-view, North America wide. This was in the 90s, Moose. You were still okay. running around. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just like these lights here, by the way, not that you can get a look at it, but there were, they used to, maybe they still do. I'm not a real visual guy, as you know, but they have these red and blue filters and things over the lights. Have you seen that? that that's what makes it look like that. Yeah. One of those filters caught fire. They're plastic. Did I ever tell you this story? <laughs> Did I tell you? And it started dripping hot plastic onto my hand. So here's me. The building sold out. Lacusta's gone to the bathroom, and I'm interviewing. I don't even remember who. You're on camera. I'm on camera. Hot plastics dripping on my hand. And I'm like, welcome back. Why? I mean, ah! how about that? I still have the marks in my hand. I still have the marks in my hand. Look at him. He thinks it's funny. It is funny. What's funny about it? Because <laughs> you're here now. Oh, yeah, I live to tell about it. But anyways, that's my boxing broadcast story. Uh, yeah. Viewer takeover when we come back. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour <laughs> sports radio. For Suds Full Service Car Wash at RodPeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now back to your host, Rod Peterson. Yeah, lots of time left here for viewer takeover. And now is the time that I'll get to your comments. I, I know that you guys have been writing in like crazy all morning long. We haven't been get, able to get to your comments. But do you remember, Moose, when we started this thing 523 episodes ago? We only read the comments at the end of the show. I know. So now we read them throughout. I right. Mean. And that's good. But it's just we still got to get back to what we're doing that's here. Right. So whatever you is on your mind, let us know. I said, this is going to be fun. I just... Somebody wrote in way back at the start, and they said, what, what was the question? What's better, a shootout in soccer or... Oh, it was a skills competition. They said, what's better, NBA slam dunk contest or something else? Remember that question? Mm. Somebody wrote in. Oh, home run derby or NBA slam dunk contest. We could do them all. Home run derby, slam dunks, NHL skills comp. Right, but my thinking is, this is the way you think. I never used to think this way. That's the entrepreneur way of thinking. Why can't we have them all? Why does it have to be one or the other? Yeah. And i got to remember this, too. For those of you who are sitting here being like, I don't care, turning it off, not interested, yeah. all-star games suck. Get that well, guess, a lot. Guess what? They're not for you. The all-star games aren't for you. You're already a fan of the game. The all-star games are for the kids. Yeah. They're for the fans who aren't maybe into the game, right? Where you can showcase the talent, get to know the players. You get lots of one-on-one -on -one time with the cameras. 
because I loved all of those things as a kid. Like them a little less as an adult. I'm just not quite as into them as I was. But the kids are, and that's what they're there for. And we lose sight of that. We only want to market things and do things for ourselves. Yeah. We got to do them for other people. Well, I guess it's people need to crap on things, and uh, maybe I'm not the one that should be talking about that. But I just remember the NHL All-Star game when they broke... I don't even know if they still do this. When they went to 4-4, four and four, it was the one John Scott was in, and he yeah. won the MVP. MVP. Yeah. I'm, I tuned it in because I'm an All-Star game guy. I love it. I'll be watching the Home Run Derby tonight. But I was like, why, why are we doing this? Like, if I wanted to go watch rec hockey, I would go down to the cooperators arena and go watch rec hockey. They're not putting any effort in. Um, those guys would be putting effort in tonight. Oh, yeah. Right? But I'm not going to go crap on it because a lot of people love that. And the kids love it. Right. They love getting the mic'd up guys and when the interviews are interviewing the goaltender while he's playing the game, right? You know, and they talk to whoever the go Carey Price or Marc-Andre Fleury in net. Like, it's cool. Like, the kids love that stuff. And the real big diehard hockey fans do, too, I think, deep down. So it's fun when you can do that and take a break and just enjoy the game. I'm trying to get to as many comments as I can. Je- uh, Zach Nelson in Calgary says, per Jeff Merrick of Sportsnet, expect Mitch Love to be announced as the new head coach of the American Hockey League Stockton Heat. Love had done excellent work with the Saskatoon Blades. And I have a Blades mug on my uh, desk every day. So congratulations, lover. <clears throat> they look at you really odd when you say, hey, lover, when you're walking on the concourse with him and people don't know. How about that? How about that? Uh, Michael Alley in Los Angeles says, um, oh, sorry. The comments are going crazy. There was something here about the Argos joining the XFL. And um, I'm just not having that talk. What? Like last week, the XFL thing was dropped. Do you, have you noticed how many people are still talking about it? Have you, maybe you haven't noticed. I feel like you weren't on Twitter a lot over the weekend. No, people are still talking about it, though. It's still, yeah. it's still news. And I don't know. They want to celebrate that. I don't know. They didn't steal our game, right? But they also didn't help our game by no deal either. So it is still news, but I don't know why it is news right now. I mean, we got to, the CFL is a season to prepare for. Right. And that's what's top of mind. Everything else is kind of pushed aside until we get the season underway and get through this, you know, and then we'll start to look at, okay, how do we fix this game? Uh, quite a few comments here. Drew Koser writes in, he says, the Storm had their first skate last night. Wow, it felt good to be back on the ice, boys. The Brent Sutter of the Prairie Junior Hockey League checking in today. <laughs> Drew Koser, glad to know you're on the ice for sure. Um, from Brady. Hey, Rod, arriving at work. I'll be watching. I'll be watching the home run derby tonight. Ah, and it just slipped off my screen. Can you guys find that? They're coming in too fast. Well, doesn't matter. He texted the same thing to this phone too. <laughs> same thing. Kids got busy he's, fingers. He's very thorough. Hey, Rod, on my way to work. I'll be watching the home run derby tonight. Possibility to witness history tonight by Shohei Otani. It's starting to rev up on the CFL world. My friends and I are excited and pumped for the season to start. Bring on the Jesus sprinkles. We'll continue at an hour two. Brad Kraft of the Rattlers coming up after this break on Game Plus TV. 
For more Rod Peterson On Demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.